Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the UWMI podcast. This week I have Cash Erickson on. Cash is a musician who goes by the name Don Ugly. I don't know why he goes by Don Ugly. Well, actually I do. We talk about it in the episode, but he's not an ugly guy. So, yeah, there's that. It was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. We have a lot in common as far as our love for music and recording and sound and all of those things. So um, it was fun talking to him. So today is November 1st, the day after Halloween. And Halloween was... It wasn't great. (laughs) I worked, which isn't a big deal. That's not the problem. The problem is my fucking bike got stolen from the bus stop. I uh, don't have a car at the moment and I had to take my bike to the bus stop so I could catch the earliest bus to get to work in Disney the other day. And when I went to retrieve it yesterday, it wasn't there. I uh, filed a police report and That's about really all I can do. I shared a picture of it online and all that fun stuff and I don't know. There's not much I can more I can do than that. So I guess that that kind of uh inspired me to look into getting my car going. I didn't really wanna get a car right this second because I'm fucking broke and cars cost money but I gotta do what I gotta do man so it it won't take as much as I thought it would to get the car going so I'll probably have a car in the next few weeks probably more like a month but that happens so yeah that kind of fucking pissed me off and yeah screwed up my whole week really But, um, I gotta stay positive. I got some good things coming, like, on the 22nd, the day before my birthday, I'm going to see Pig Face. I won two VIP tickets to their show in Atlanta, so that's amazing. It comes with shirts and a meet and greet and all that shit. I did meet Martin Atkins at, um, the Curse Mackey show in... Orlando at Will's Pub, and he signed my PIL CD box set, so that was cool, but it'll still be cool to meet him again, and talk to him, and he's a cool guy, he has some amazing stories, being the drummer for PIL, and Ministry, and, uh, you know, Pig Face, of course, so, so yeah, I mean, it sucks, big time that my bicycle was stolen because I don't that's my main mode of transportation to and from work I mean I could walk but it takes like 45 minutes for me to walk to work so with my schedule I'm like getting no fucking sleep if I have to get up two hours early to go to work um I I, I just gotta work shit out I guess that's all. I got a treat for you. 
at the end of this episode, there's going to be a song by Don Ugly. Um, so stick around for that. And, uh, um, what else is going on? I'm recording this from the apartment. I set up a little space in the closet to record and maybe do art. I haven't decided yet about the art part because I don't know. It's just art's not really my main priority at the moment. So we'll see though. What else is going on? That's about it really. So yeah. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram like the WMI page on Facebook. That would be great. Just search WMind. Yeah, there's not much going on since I'm not really doing focusing on art right now. So give it up for Don Ugly. The tape of this quality deserves to be played in the most sophisticated system. Well, that's life, though, man. You get those, you know. It's just yeah. how you handle it, man. You know. Yeah. It's been a fucking year. That's for sure. It's always the. Uh, well, actually, I hope I'm not jinxing myself right now, but I don't know what it is, but it's the even years for me. Like 2019's been cool. 18 sucked. Right. 17 was cool. 16 sucked. Huh. Uh, that's about as far as I remember. <laughs> the last few, I don't know what it is though man it's like the even years 16 was cool half of 17 was cool um my wife and I um decided to go out on our own and try to do the art full time in 2016 at the very beginning like my last I worked at Publix for 12 years my last day there was New Year's Eve 2015 you know what I'm saying so New Year's Day 2016, I was actually here at Favo, starting my career as like a full-time artist. Well, we'll see where that went. But that being said, 16 was cool, 17 was all right, and then we ran out of money. Man, so, it's that's you know at the end of the day, man, it's really hard to follow your passion, man. It is. You know, like right now, you know, working the hotel job, it's like. I've been getting into so many quarrels just trying to be creative with this job. And I mean, I, I, I make my do, you know, I, I get by, but like, there's just, I could be doing so much more with my music if I didn't have to be, you know, work full time. Oh yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's rough, man. It's a struggle, man. And last year I was doing the full time thing and I was oh, nice. lifting and Ubering on the side and like, man, I, I got behind in all my bills and, you know. It's it's harder for me too to get like full time gigs uh, because I'm more of like the original music guy. Yeah. And you right. know, here in Orlando, it's like you know to get those like gigging every day. You know those people you see doing that. You know they're playing at like Bahama Breeze and the restaurants yeah. and fucking Lucky's and, and Soto has a guy. Uh, the Lucky's all the Lucky's are doing live now. And uh, yeah, like the one in Soto. That's where I live, by the way, Soto. That's where I was living. Really? That's where I got evicted. Where, the one where the, the Target apartment's there? No, um, a little bit further down past Lucky's on the left. Okay, okay. It's called The Mark. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know I lived in Mary. That is. Yeah, oh, man, you lived right by me. Well, you lived right by me. I live I'm looking to move back. Because I don't, like, where I'm at and things are weird. Yeah. Is That's this being recorded right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to say exactly where I live, but I live, like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's cool. But yeah, like, the, I was, I went into that Lucky's all the time, and I was like, one day I went in there, I think it was like a Saturday or Sunday, and they had a fucking guy with a guitar, and I'm like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah. You got that, they, you do that, uh, I've seen it at the one on Alfea. Hmm. Uh, the one that just opened up on, down more Colonial, right by Smoky Bones, yeah. uh, uh, where the Fashion Square is. So yeah, I've seen it, they, they do that now. That's pretty wild. I thought, you know, and I, I'm not opposed to doing stuff like that. It's just like the covers that I do are kind of like, you know, classic, you know, like, you know, older covers, if you will. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I've gotten so many uh, uh, denials because they're like, oh, mm. can you play like top 40? And oh, yeah, I got I'm you. like, nah, no, man, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know. So, what makes you pick a cover? <laughs> What's that? What, what makes you pick a cover? Um, it's like I usually the cover songs that I do do is songs that I really love. Yeah. So it's just like songs that I really appreciate. And like, like give an example of one <coughs> cover that you try to incorporate every gig or so. I love playing um, this Tom Waits cover, uh, "Fumbling with the Blues." Nice. I like that one. I play that a lot. Nice. Um, let me see here covers. Uh, I do uh, the Man Who Sold the World. The Nirvana oh. version a lot. Yeah, I think you did that at the Imperial when I saw you. Yeah, yeah, I, I play that one quite often. Um, it's so great because it's a Bowie song. Yeah. But then you recognize the version that a lot of people do yeah. as the as the Nirvana version, which is kind of like all along the Watchtower. Right. You know. Right. And it's like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, what's wrong is when people are like, oh, that's that's the song that Nirvana did, right? I'm like, you can put it in. no, they covered that. Right. <laughs> I also do, um, off that same Unplugged album, I do um, the Howlin' Wolf, um, uh, Where'd You Sleep Last Night? Yeah. And you'd be surprised when people don't realize that's Howlin' Wolf, too. Like, yeah. It's like, man. It's wild. Well, that shit's weird because, well, I don't know why it's weird, but, like, with, like, um... Ozzy playing with Post Malone recently, and people yeah. were like, yeah, yeah, Post Malone's yeah. gonna make Ozzy famous. Honestly, I feel like some of that is like a, uh, a satirical joke. I, I think like some of it is, them. but I believe some of it too, because the same thing happened <laughs> when Tool put out their new album, and I they got number one. I haven't listened to it yet. That album hit number one, and Taylor Swift fans were like, who's Tool? Yeah. And yeah. it was like legit. Like, um, yeah. Tool makes, but I mean, at the end, I mean, Tool is huge don't get me wrong but people well, the other younger crowd not knowing Tool mm-hmm. makes a little more sense to me rather than the not knowing Ozzy because Ozzy Osbourne is like well glorified you know like he, he's advertised and stuff Tool you know Maynard he kind of like steers away from that you're he right. just now got on Spotify you know right like a few like a week before the new album dropped they got on Spotify yeah yeah I, I still haven't heard the album man. How is dude it? it's great yeah I gotta yeah. check it out man. you have to really like Put on some good headphones and listen to yeah, that shit. Yeah. Or really nice stereo or something. Because they, like you said, Spotify and streaming services, they were away from them for a while. And you can tell when an album is kind of like recorded with that in mind, Yeah. they don't do that. Right. So you really have to listen to it on like 
a good system or with good headphones or something. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah, I got I to gotta do it, man. It's, I don't even know why I haven't got around to it yet. So, you went to Full Sail. Mm -hmm. Did you go for recording? I went for recording arts. I got my bachelor's in the science of recording arts. Oh, okay. uh, graduated Cinco de Mayo of 17. Okay. Um, and it was good, man. It was, uh, I, I always do recommend Full Sail for yeah. people that are really dedicated. Um, yeah. Because you can go there and, and just fucking slack off all day and you'll still graduate. Like, the, <laughs> the uh, I mean, despite the workload, you do get a workload, but uh, I mean, you can choose either if it's uh, an expedited program or just a regular, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, the, it's just the work is easy and they'll tell you right when you, it's not easy let me take that back it's just that it's nothing that somebody really couldn't handle if they're I gotcha. you know, want to get into that but you know they'll tell you right out of the gate when you go full sale it's like I mean of course you know get good grades get a good GPA but don't make that your main focus your main focus when you go full sale is networking um, yeah because at the end of the day man you know you go you can graduate there with a 4.0 and you don't, you didn't meet anybody, you know, your, your stuff, right. you know. And yeah, we have to do internship hours, like yeah. 40 of them. And I've only been going to first for like a little over a month. Uh, I've already started mine. Because all, my whole thing is like trying to get as many like internships and meeting as many people and all that, like, just like you said, yeah. networking. It's who you know, man. Um, when I uh, graduated, um, this dude that grad that was in uh, some of my classes that uh, I became friends with, mm -hmm. his name was Patrick. Um, after I graduated, he he'd already been graduated um, a few months. Uh, he graduated a few months before me. And then um, it was like maybe like three months after I graduated, where um, I saw that he was like he opened up a studio with another um, engineer in town that was mm -hmm. pretty well established. And um, I just I, I hit him up about it, and I came through and checked it out, and because I knew him, yeah. he offered me an internship like right there, and I ended up working there after like a few months, oh, nice. and uh, until it all went down, you know, it's kind of hard to yeah. keep a fucking studio up. And, it uh, is. And if you've been in Orlando your whole life, like if you've yeah. been here for a while, yeah. do you hear of uh, Painted Black Studios? Yeah. It used to be an Ultima. So that was the building that we were in gotcha. after they left Painted Black. Uh, this, his name was Will. Gotcha. It was a few different people that invested in it, including Patrick, but they um, bought that place, but it was just so much money to keep yeah. keep up, but eventually uh, they had to let me let go from them as well, so I think it's just a vacant building now, huh. which is which is a damn shame because this, the, the main studio, Studio A in there, was designed by, um, uh, oh my goodness, I'm having a brain fart right now, <laughs> last name uh, Stark. Uh, Stark. He, he uh he designed Electric Leyland Studios, the acoustics. Oh. Did the same acoustic. Well, did the, he, he also built Studio gotcha. A in that building. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, his yeah. last name Stark. I just can't remember his first name right now. I'm but, uh, Yeah, nonetheless though, like that Studio A in there, like I, I got the privilege to record some of my own tracks in there. Nice. And uh, man, it's just. Have you checked out the Melrose Center? Yeah, yeah, it was funny too because uh, cool. I was one test away before getting my pass in there before I got the uh -huh. internship. So I once I got the internship, I was like, oh, okay, I don't really need to do that anymore. So true. But um, yeah, I still think if Jim, I Jim, the guy that manages the Melrose Center, he has a band called Milk Carton Superstars. 
Nice. It's him and another guy. And sometimes they have another person play with them. Um, but his wife has a studio here at Favo, right up there. And a they recording play, studio? Huh? Like a recording studio or like a live setting no, studio? No, like this. Like okay. A, okay. She's an artist and a curator, and uh, she's been on the podcast. He's going to be on the podcast eventually. But um, her studio is like right up above us, just around the corner. And um, they play there like every time there's an open studio nice. night, which is the first Friday of every month. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I see them doing shows there sometimes. Yeah. I need to get a hold I'm of glad them. this wall has carpet on it. <laughs> Why is it like a... Can you imagine like the reverberation and everything? Oh, yeah. Here? I mean, so, you know, it is kind of because of the parallel services. It probably yeah. be an issue, but... Yeah. As long as you're not like doing, you know, when it comes to podcast things, you know, it's like as long as the 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 audio is uh, uh, hearable. Yeah, yeah, it's audible. Yeah. Audible, yeah. You yeah. don't you don't gotta worry about sure. stuff like when you're actually. My last recording. the last one I um, uploaded was my friend Robo Ono. His mm-hmm. name is Ken McMillan. He was the basis for Nonpoint. If yeah. You've heard of that band? Yeah, of course I have, man. And yeah. uh, well, he was the basis for them until like I don't know, five, six years ago. I can't remember. Um, but uh, I, it was the last one I recorded at my apartment in Soto. And the setup I had, the bedroom was about the size of this, maybe a little smaller. But like, I had a table, I had a stool on each side of the table, and like my whole control thing right there. But on the wall, I had a 55-inch TV that I would connect to my computer, and I would have like their Facebook page or whatever up on that on that screen. We would just talk about stuff like that. Well, that caused interference. Oh no way! With the audio. Oh no. Yeah. So I had to do all kinds of shit to <laughs> get it out, and it sounded. Was a like, little weird. What was, what was what was happening with the audio? Was like uh, you could hear like a little hum. A hum. Okay. A little hum. They got man. They got some crazy plugins. Yeah, that I can take care. And of. I can't afford any. I know. So I had to figure it out on my own. Yeah. I had to use a bunch of stuff. Audition comes with some really good software for mastering and yeah. audio. Yeah. Audition's um, pretty good. Yeah, it is. I'm using it. I have Pro Tools now. Because I get it for like nine bucks, the studio edition. Yeah. But, um, like, I used a bunch of stuff in Audition, but it did have this little weird robotic sound to the voices. Yeah. You know how sometimes you'll do that? Have you ever listened to some, something that's been processed a little too much? Oh, yeah. You hear like a little bit of a weird ro- robotic sound? Yeah. And uh, he, he texted me and he's like, it sounds kind of weird. And I, he's like, I sound like a robot. And I was like, you are a robot. Yes, like, <laughs> <laughs> Your name's Robo Ono. <laughs> so I did that for you, man. Yeah, right. like, that was purposely good. Yeah, he, yeah it was, it's weird. Like, you run into weird things that you never think about. Yeah. Because I didn't hear that on the, on the headphones. That's pretty strange, like, because normally you'd, like, I know. you would hear it. Uh, being recorded so weird. Um, yeah because I don't wear the headphones the whole time I only have one pair right now I'm gonna get another pair and I'll just keep getting headphones until I have what I think is enough for this thing you know what I'm saying if you're gonna get into mixing 
and stuff like that, I recommend getting um, open back headphones. Open those, back. Are, those are the best ones for because they no one really will advise you to mix on headphones. Right. Sometimes you have to, you know. Right. But get open back because it's kind of like um, it, it's how can I explain it? It's just um, I guess because like they're not like being sucked to your head. Gotcha. And I guess it's. I honestly, you know, I, I couldn't tell you the exact what makes it better. Um, it kind of makes sense. A lot of times, it, it's weird, but people will tell you in photography not to close one eye when you're taking a picture. Yeah. And it, it almost sounds like something like that would be happening with when mixing with headphones like this. Yeah, it's, it's... Does that make sense? No, it's for sure. Weird, yeah, right? it's like... I mean, it's just this, like, little tricks to the trade, you know? And, yeah. and like... Um, yeah, it's like the headphone thing. It's like, uh... You get your fatigue easier. Yeah. Uh, doing... Mixing... I have... Phones. I have some... Okay studio monitors from... M Audio. Okay. And they're, like... I don't know... 15, 16 years old, but they still sound great and work fine. But my new apartment, I can't use them because yeah. I'm basically just living in a living room right yeah, now. Yeah, man, it's that's it's, that's also another thing that's hard to get by. It's like neighbors and shit. You know? Yeah, I'm lucky to that Don let me use this spot because it's central. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of town, easy to get to. It's private. Yeah. So it works out. Yeah, it's very like I didn't know this was here, man. This is cool. Yeah. To come. Uh, I looked it up to FOMO before I uh, came here to like mm-hmm. kind of like, like see what it looks like so I don't pass or anything. Yeah. And then uh, you know, I saw this like show, you know, obviously your studios here and the showcases here. I was like, I gotta look out for that because I want to come yeah. to one of these one time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, so you've always been a music guy, playing music, <laughs> writing music. Yeah, man. I um, well, I started playing guitar when I was around seven or eight. Wow. Um, but like, I, so I've never ever, have been like classically trained, never had guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. I just started strumming. Gotcha. And I didn't, uh, I didn't really learn how to play anything until I was like nine probably, you know, but I did start when I was eight and then when I, uh, when I lived in Jacksonville at that time, um, and a friend that I met when I first moved there from South Florida, his dad was a musician. Okay. And when I went to his house, he had like a jam room, like drums, the a, a PA system, uh, you know, bass guitars, keyboards, that's like cool. all nice equipment. And uh, he just was like, he took it upon himself to teach us. You know, he was like, he wanted to, and and I, I'm very grateful. His name's Larry Miller. He pretty much taught me how to play guitar. Oh, that's cool. And he taught me power chords and progressions and yeah. stuff like that. And. Uh, and I, was, I had a band in fifth grade, man. Well, not I'm not my band, but I was in a right. band with, you know, with, with uh, that that dude, um, that dude, that Larry's son. His name was Dylan, and a few other people. We actually played at our uh, fifth grade talent show. Oh, nice! It was cool, man. Cause uh, back then I was like a super duper nerd. <laughs> I was, uh, and I didn't know anybody, and I got picked on. And, I gotcha. Uh, you know, and we we won the the uh, the talent show with that. With our with the band, you know, because it was was even cooler about that too was who who went before us was these like two kids that were like my bullies, you know, like they would just pick on me constantly and they did this like lame air guitar to like a good Charlotte song, 
That's and then we came up right after them and played like some actual music and just like shut it down. That's funny. In a fifth grade level. That's, <laughs> yeah. that. That's like a fucking story. Yeah, like man. A, like a TV show. Or yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I started playing when I was about eight years old. Uh, I didn't start writing music though, like poetry and stuff, till I was about 13 or 14. Gotcha. And then, um, but even then, I always kind of. The band thing was only until then. Like once I got to middle school, it kind of broke up. Yeah. And I, you know, I always played guitar and stuff, and I started writing, but it was always just to myself. Gotcha. And then uh, I didn't come up with the Don Ugly moniker in, uh, until I was actually in Full Sail while I was huh? going to Full Sail. Why Don Ugly? Um. So the name, really, you know, honestly, um, I, I for a while have tried to like really come up with a reason for it. But to be honest with you, man, there's no reason. It's just I wanted something that was not my name. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted. I've always just wanted to go by moniker. All my favorite singer songwriters have monikers, yeah. and so I felt like I wanted to do the same. And I just wanted something that was like ridiculous enough that would stick to people's brain. You know, gotcha. Don Ugly. It's like what you see that you're like. Your name's not even Don. Like, who Who is this guy? Like Don Ugly. Like he must be like an asshole, or like it must be something. Like I, che- I gotta check it out. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, but my reasoning behind it for a while, uh, how I really came to it was like uh, at the time. And this sounds like it's melancholy music, but like you know, I got a bunch of different stuff. But I like kind of put my lyrics together, and like I noticed like it was all about facts or like not facts, like subjects people could relate to. Maybe yeah. they just wouldn't want to admit it, you know, kind of like you know things within if you will I got you uh, but that was at that point but nonetheless that's kind of how it came I was like hmm oh this is pretty uh ugly Don ugly oh saw it on a marquee nice. in my head and it just I stuck with it man nice I've had people be like it's either people are like that's cool or like why it's one <laughs> or the other really and so people are like why it's like you know why not man right hold on one second Batteries are low. Uh-oh. Can you give me one of those? That's, a, that's the good one to have, to. Is that a task cam? X Studios. Alright. <laughs> I don't know how much longer we have. But we'll just keep talking until it stops. Yeah, man. It's cool. I don't know what happened when I was doing my interview with Patty Sheehan. But, like, it stopped in the middle of it. She's a city commissioner. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And, um, like, it stopped in the middle of it. It might have been the battery. It might have been the car. I don't know. Do you have the, um, do you have the charger cable to it? Because I think these come with cables, too. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. I don't have one. I should look into getting one. I should look into getting one. No worries, man. But anyway, so eight or nine, and then yeah, uh, yeah, and like I said, the Don Ugly thing uh, came when I was at Full Sail, um, and um, like I said, like it took me a little bit to get the guts to really portray the whole music thing, and um, you know, it like I, I produced my the first song that I produced, uh, not written but produced was uh, Bad Games. 
song that I have on YouTube now, and I've yeah, I was listening to that today. And yeah, that new video I just so released is, is on there. And I showed, uh, the, oh, the guy Patrick that opened the studio. I yeah. showed him it, but why, why, before the studio even happened, before we even yeah. graduated. And I showed him, and he was like, man, this is, this is awesome. And he was like, what are you going to do with this? I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know. This is before I even came up with Don Ugly. And uh, he kind of like, I guess he kind of gave me a, like a little bit of a jump to really just like, you know what, forget my insecurities, man, just do it. You know? Yeah, that's kind of where this podcast came from. Yeah, man. You know, it's, it takes, it, sometimes it takes a kick in the butt. You know, to really quit thinking about the what, what ifs, you know, it's just like, man, just do it. You know, just if, do if it. If you want to do it, if you feel like it's going to bring happens. you happiness, and Dude, you know, if anything, just give it a shot, you know, and if, you, yeah. if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, man, you know. Like, I just started school, but every day I'm there, I'm fucking happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the people that I go to school with, and the instructors, and being, like, in the fucking music world per se it's like fucking awesome oh, and I'm like man I don't want this to end maybe I'll just fucking go to full sale after this or something I don't know it's a lot of money man uh, are you a veteran? no okay. it's like cause if you're a veteran like it's you get like a full ride at full yeah. sale it's, it's awesome for you know which right. is you know I, I believe that's, that's I had that um, Johanna O'Donnell on and she's a teacher there Joel Jo- Johanna O'Donnell. Johanna O'Donnell. They, She's they an kind art of, teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah. They the, uh, the the staff there, but not fluctuate. But like uh, I I went there not too long ago, and a lot of my lab instructors weren't even there anymore. Oh, I was like, oh damn. So, huh. but um, yeah, dude, it's like going to school for something like that. You know, it's 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 different and it's fun. You know, I, I do. Granted, you know, like I said, it was tough at times because of all the work I had to do but I just yeah. I, I miss being on campus all the time and just the whole vibe of being uh, surrounded by that much uh, uh, hungry individuals that are like wanting to work and get creative is just something that you won't normally be around all the time unless you're in, right. in, in a school like that yeah exactly yeah. and like I've always I, like Music, art, and comedy are my three favorite things, and um, I I watch everything about music, everything about art, everything about comedy, like everything, all the documentaries, all the fucking interviews, anything I can get my get in my ears and my eyes, whatever. Hell yeah! I watch it. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Absolutely. Um, you got to soak it all in, man. So you. Started the Don Ugly thing while you're at Full Sail, and you graduated in like what 2017? Yeah. So, um, did you play music in? And you said you played in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Did you play throughout your um, grade school? I've been in a few uh, bands. No. Uh, so um, I graduated high school. Like I said, I always played guitar and wrote music all in between. Mm-hmm. I just never really did it live. Um, so when I, when I graduated high school, um, was when like, I really started like getting to the point where like, I wanted to be creative in some way, shape or form. I always wanted to be in a band. I just didn't know the people, uh, I knew somebody who had a, um, a, uh, EDM night in Jacksonville where (laughs) I, where I grew up. And so I picked up DJing actually. (laughs) I used to DJ for a while. 
uh, EDM and uh, you know a little bit of R and B too. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, I did that. Uh, I've been back and forth from Jacksonville and South Florida because I was born in South Florida, but raised gotcha. in Jacksonville. I moved to South Florida for a while too and DJed uh, to a bigger uh, aspect down there. Like I played at uh, this club called Club Space. It's like a really huge dance club in America. It's like like at one point it was like top three in America. And oh, wow. I played there a few times. That's cool. Yeah, I got I got lucky meeting. What kind of music were you DJing? Man, like EDM, like Moonbaton, Trap, gotcha. stuff like that. I know, man, like totally way different. All the kids, I guess, all the kids in my class are into that music. They make that kind of music. Yeah. I'm the only one that like Full has ever like used too, an man. actual like microphone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I do. Or, like, it's Full sales the like, same way, man. Like, a fucking guitar cable or an XLR cable. Yeah. Like, I'm the only one that's really used that stuff before. Wholesale well, is the same way, man. We have one dude. make beats on free loops. I was like, yep. dude, we got Pro Tools and Logic. What are you doing? Come yeah. on. Um, <laughs> there's one dude that went to school for DJing. So he had, he, they touched on that stuff a little bit, but n- not like, like you w- will in a school like this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it was, it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was something I, I got into DJing man because I felt like it was a in for me to be in a music scene. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Not so much in Jacksonville. Jacksonville was funner for me. Granted the gigs were bigger in South Florida. It was just drug ridden. Mm-hmm. Um like oh I like I said, my, my goal was to meet musicians. Yeah. All I met was like janky promoters and like pretentious button pressers, man. I, I got you. that's all I met. So I quit doing that, and then I moved. I swear, that's it. <laughs> and then I, uh, and then I uh, moved here to go to Full Sail. Yeah, keep going. And then, um, like, like I said, I quit DJing, and I was kind of like just looking into trying to properly mix and record music. I got you. That's the whole reason why I wanted to go to Full Sail. And then, um, yeah, then then Don Ugly came in. Um, after about a year of me going to full sale and you know like I said I, like through all that I was still writing lyrics and poetry and okay. I was still playing guitar um, I just that's cool did never like I said have the guts until I showed my buddy that one single that I made and do you have plans to like record an album do oh man I'm recording an album right now it's oh, taking me forever because I'm doing it all by myself it's, gotcha. it's rough man and because yeah. of this job that I have it gets in the way yeah, but I'm uh, out of thirteen tracks. I'm on number five right now, nice. so it's cool. Like I'm nice. doing it like one at a time. Uh, I'm not mi- I'm mixing it. I'm recording everything first. I'm not gonna mix other things recorded. Okay. But uh, right now I'm just recording everything. Uh, it will be my first album. Uh, you know, like I said, the singles I have now that are on YouTube mm-hmm. are like I don't even really like anymore. Like even the bad games one. Uh, like that same single that I showed my boy is on YouTube but I don't like like the, the way we, I play it now yeah. is different um, you know I actually have a band I'm, work, I'm working with a, a group of people now to, to get oh, this project good. going on the live aspect yeah that's pretty cool and that's you know all, um, all this is taking time but you know it's it's a process that's gonna be very very successful in the end you know I, I'm, I'm very confident oh that, I think so you know like, it's like I when I saw the first time I saw you was at the Imperial with when I was with Frankie that one night, and I was like, "Where did this guy come from?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you. this is awesome. Thank you. 
It was really good stuff. Um, where was that video recorded? Oh, that was, uh, do you know Kevin Malcolm? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's actually in my band. He's, okay. uh, yeah. We practice at his, he works at Adrenaline Films Studio, oh, right okay. off of Orange, uh, more towards like Edgewater. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, that was in the break room. Yeah. That's a uh, cool fucking break room. Yeah, no, I do. That studio is, is <laughs> legit. Like, all right, so what was crazy too? Uh, I met Kevin that very same night at, at that Imperial game. Yeah. Uh, Frankie brought Kevin too, I believe. Yeah. You, he, you um, came up to the table and that's when you got Dude, started. All right, so, side note before I continue okay. this. That night, uh, I was so hammered. <laughs> I barely remember that. I, I kid you not, man. Like, that's so funny. what happened was I met Kevin that night too, and I, I, he was like, "Hey, man, we should jam sometime." I play guitar, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" I gave him my number. I do not recall that at all. But he texted me like two days later Kevin's and was great. like, "Hey, man, this is Kevin, uh, Frankie's friend from the other night. You know, if you're going to jam, let me know." And I was like, I, 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 I like vaguely remembered Kevin. I still remember like giving him my info, but yeah. I was like. All right, man. Yeah, that sounds cool. I had nothing to do that day. So I was like, can I come over tonight? And he was like, yeah, man, let's do it. And he was like, come to my studio. Uh, you know, gave me the address, which was like down the road from my house, which was cool. But me being used to like the full sale special, you know, come to my studio in my, you know, in my room right. and stuff. I was like, well, I was, I was ready for it. You it's know? But, like that with every gallery too. Yeah. But I pull up, man. And this place is like a two story building. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't his house. And, you know, like I said, like, the, 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 it's a legit, like, corporation, awesome. you know, like, the film studio has, like, a, a green room that is, like, probably the size of, like, I don't know, this whole studio put together. It's, it's insane. That's, That's cool. where we practice. And it's pretty serendipitous, man, because, like you said, you know, the space is perfect. It's a good space to be creative. It's down the street from my house. Kevin's an awesome dude, great guitarist, and, um, you know, he's also... The other members that have gotten the band is pretty much all of Kevin's friends. Oh, cool. So he's pretty much hooking me up with the whole spiel. And I, I, I thank him all the time, you know, for the same thing he's done up all the way up to now, you know. And, yeah. And he's just, uh, he's doing a killer job learning the music. And um, I'm just great. excited to see where this all goes, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so. Like, Looking forward to that. Yeah, the album, you know, I, I don't have a release date because it's just hard for me to do because of, like, getting... You know, every week's different, and some weeks I have time, some weeks I have absolutely no time to work on it. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be done by January, you know? Oh, good. But it'll definitely be released at some point next year. Oh, and I have, like, this whole plan to, like, hit the scene hard by the time the album's done, so when we're hitting the scene, you know, like it's fresh with a new album, thing. and, like, you know, it's like, who are these guys? This is who we are. Tangible evidence, you know? Hell yeah. Uh, you could call the album Tangible Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> the album is actually called uh, the, the Devil in the Details. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I got a few songs that I just recently written. I've got older ones. Uh, the new re... The new version of Bad Games will be on it. Like, so I'm reproducing that. Cool. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, I'm really excited because it's it's got, like... It's not just like an album that I just do songs together too. It's kind of got like a concept, if you will, like the way it flows into each other, like the it. tracks, you know. So, I like that. Very stoked, and you know, like I'm, I am working on it alone. Not that like it's like my pref preference. Yeah. It's just like it's the easiest way. To oh yeah. Out. 
However, though, we did, I did just get a new guitarist. His name is uh, Jason uh, Cabot. I don't know if you okay. know who that is. Uh, he's, he's an awesome dude, and he has so much, like, I, like this gear is stupid. Like, it makes me yeah. so happy that he's my lead guitarist. Oh, like, he cool. has an affinity amount of, like, classic guitars. He's got some okay. crazy tube amps that, like, I, I want to get recorded on. So how would you... I'm not sure how long we have, but how would you um, describe what you're making for the album alright man and uh, you're uh, this sounds crazy okay it's a mix a little bit of Deftones okay a little bit of Arctic Monkeys okay a little bit of Father John Misty alright it's like Americana mixed with some like heavy like trippy spacey I like it. hard shit man it's, that's cool like, I got some songs that are very like swingy yeah. And I got some songs that are like Depeche Mode Deftones deal. Oh, know? that's like, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really stoked. And uh, it, it's like uh, the songs that the boys are playing with now are kind of more of the older swingy ones. Like, I haven't really gotten okay. to the newer like Depeche Deftones style stuff. Right. Uh, I, I'm pretty much waiting to get a guy, I need somebody on a synthesizer type deal. So I'm oh, pretty okay. much waiting until we have that. Gotcha. I don't have that. Pianist yet, unfortunately. Gotcha. My uh, instructor, Jason, he just got a really nice keyboard. What kind? Um, I forget what it's called. I can't remember. Is it red? No. Okay. No. Nord. It's like you see a red. It's Nord. It's Nord. Those are my favorite. I love Nords. Um. No, it was. Uh, I want to say it's a Yamaha. Yeah. Really nice. It's just, it's just a keyboard, like, he's not wanting to, like, do some crazy shit with it, he just wants to play music with it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just the keyboard, and it's, like, I don't know. Yeah. He's excited. <laughs> he's like, you guys inspired me to get this. Nice. It made, there's a, my, like, when it comes to, for me, like, a good keyboard, as long as the keys are weighted. Yeah, I you gotta have weight. Those plastic damn keys. I can't even perform. On, I mean, I'm not like a pianist. I mean, I can I can dabble. You know, I can yeah. record piano myself. Same here. But like, not not if it's like those plastic MIDI keys. Like, I need some weighted keys. Like, the, the, it's it's night and day. The the feeling. It the is performance. You know. It is. We use like those M Audio controllers, uh, and yeah. they're like nothing. Uh, they, no. Same stuff in full so Man, I still yeah. have my M Audio. I have a I have Sucks. a Novation launch key at home. Oh yeah. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And but like the twenty four. It, it works twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. Yeah, yeah. It works. You know. Yes. Because I do dabble in music, but not much. You gotta do what you gotta. You gotta work with what you got. You know. But uh, yeah. I mean, I. Uh, God damn it, dude! I was in I was in Sam Ash no Guitar Center to me the other day, just getting some new strings, and mm -hmm. uh, it's a little older version of the Nord Electro. Uh, I believe it was the 77 man they had it for two grand and I was just like uh, I had if I would have bought it of course I would like be laid on rent and probably yeah, right? really fucked myself over <laughs> dude you, uh, you don't understand I was literally thinking about yeah. it I was like this because you can't really find those anymore I don't think they make the electros anymore and like a, a Nord stage goes for like four or five right so like two grand I was just like 
like I was like you know antsy and I was playing the shit out of it and I even asked the guy like my credit's terrible right now and I was like so like you know what do you think like can you do something here and he was just like you got kind of good credit for this to pass and I was like I'm not even gonna go and run my shit then because it's, I know I wouldn't get it yeah but um it's rough being a fucking artist man it's yeah. like everything's so damn especially you know you get into audio you're like plugins the software is so damn expensive I know I'm saving up money right now for the uh, Arturo Series 7 it's a a bundle of um uh, VST uh, uh keyboard plugins you know cool. they, they got everything from Mellotrons to Moogs uh, nice they've got you know Rhodes Hammonds and they do a really good job emulating those uh, it's like $500 for the bumble, bundle I need to get that and I need to get a mastering compressor and I've got one that is in mind the, the Shadow Hills mastering compressor cool. that's like $300 for the plug-in just for the one plug-in yeah, yeah. man it's like God. Yeah, it's crazy how much this shit costs, right? It is, man, but it's worth it, dude. I'm, it not, I'm not the guy, I'll tell you right now, man, don't get crap plugins. Like, you know, yeah, it's like, you can get a lot of plugins for free, but, um, you know, let's say, uh, you you know, you make a successful track, and then you get caught, the, that was created on crap plugins, you're going to get sued by all those companies. There's been producers really? that, that's happened too. Wow. Um, and on top of that, uh, like, on something that, like, from my experience, because I'll go ahead and say, like, there was a time where uh, I had a friend give me a few crap plugins on my old laptop before I went to school for mm-hmm. it. And I had so many plugins that, like, I didn't know what any of them did because I didn't take the time to learn them. Yeah. And when you go and invest in them yourself, you kind of have more of an appreciation for what you're buying. You kind of research what you want and then you know how to use it, you know? Yeah. So that, that makes sense. But it does suck, I man. There's so much money that you have to invest in to get in the right right pack so you play how often do you play live or do you try do you Uh, have like a a goal uh, like right now I kind of like I'm actually getting ready to like start inquiring around a little bit again like uh, I kind of took a hiatus I played the Imperial a lot because I'm really cool with Jenna okay I can pretty much like message her be like hey what do you got open you know next month and she'll give me a day and we'll set it up I'm playing with Wes Morrison. Um, uh, you were there for Hoodstock, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that guy that you know, remember we did that little trio thing towards the end yeah. there. Um, the the taller dude with the beard, Wes. We're okay. playing a show together at the a Halloween Eve at the Imperial. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, if you can make it, definitely come. I'm by. gonna look. What I don't. I'll have to look at this account. It's a. Uh, it's on a Wednesday, October thirtieth. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, I just like. Uh, after that day I kind of thought you know Wes and me have like a similar style and I thought it'd be cool to do a show with him so I messaged him first to make sure he can do it mm-hmm. and I just messaged Jenna and it was that pretty that, that cool. easy but I play there a lot too because the Imperial is very cool just like play whatever you want you know, do originals you know don't you know don't worry about covers and stuff nice. I mean, and so I, that's another reason why I, I like playing there a lot okay um, but that's like the only gig that I've lined up now. Um, gotcha. But there'll be like random gigs that I'll like cover for people. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I I I do plan on inquire inquiring more around town. Okay. Um, especially now that I just released that video with uh, bad games and yeah. drug rugs. It's kind of like the whole idea with that really was to be more of like a demo reel. Okay. So like when I inquire 
I got a lot of like, hey, show me your stuff, you know? Right. Because I like got so much on YouTube. Yeah. And they're like mainly like original recordings. I didn't really get. I noticed on callbacks. on your Facebook page, the Don Ugly page, it just has a link to YouTube. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Well, I had a website for a while, um, and I had some guy make it for me that I don't talk to anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, I just can't log in. And also, like, it was a .com, so I had to pay, like, that $125 whatever thing for the year, yeah. and I didn't do it. And on top of that, the website was, like, a me starting out, like, it, it'd be different now anyway, so yeah. I just haven't really worried about the website just yet. Like, I'm, like I said, I'm focusing right now more on getting the band ready and yeah. finishing this album. And, like, when I get closer to finishing the album is when I'm going to really, like, get everything lined up you know awesome. really start marketing my stuff uh, I'm gonna release a single of course I'll get the yeah, website yeah. up um, but you know it, it right now it's kind of like I won't say lackluster because it's like there's a reason why I'm not as established online as I should be and it's because it's just not ready yet I don't want to okay you know I don't want to the way people are these days man like if they don't like something and like the first time they see it they're not gonna listen to it ever again. Right. right. And I feel like I've kind of messed that up already for myself in some ways, like release. Well, there's been things I've released and then took off, you know, and kind of like tried and took it gotcha. back. And I really, it's like, I, I, you know, it, you can't really do that publicly. Like you gotta kind of like face that in yourself and you gotta release it when, uh, like, uh, this is like an opinion of mine, but I just feel like you have like releasing something when you're not sure of it is not a good idea. Like I want to, get everything out when it's when it's yeah. when I know it's ready, you know? Yeah, that's the way I approach the podcast and I usually don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually it, it's hard, man, because like, yeah. you just kind of like, the anxiety yeah. comes and you're like, oh, let's just do it, let's just let's see how it works yeah. out. Well, that and like, you're so excited about something, you like, brush it and yeah. it just doesn't do what it should do, yeah. you know? And they like, not, I'm not crying about it all because I love the video and I just like I said that video is cool it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an awesome video man And but you know what it's been out for like two three weeks now and it's, only, it's got less than 200 plays hmm. and like I don't dwell on that like I know at the end of the day it's a nine minute video yeah um, people that probably love it I mean they're not going to sit there and listen to it every damn day I get that I gotcha and uh, it's just like at the end of the day I uh, a lot of people just don't know who Don Ugly is still. And that's gotcha. okay, man. It's like, that's how I kind of want it to be. Because like, yeah, if, if I got a lot of people who listen to Don Ugly right now, they went on my YouTube and they hear like the demo versions of what I've got, Yeah, it's going to portray it different. That, you know, like, that's true. Like, it's 2019, so you've only been using the moniker for a couple of years. Like, yeah. like, going on two years now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that'll be a little more two years now, but... The Don, like, the, I hit the scene with Don Ugly 2000 at the end of, like, 2000, middle of 2018. Gotcha. Like, I, I created the Don Ugly thing, and I did play, like, a few random shows. Yeah. Like, I opened up, or not opened up, I uh, played a show for a opening of a tattoo shop in Obito. <laughs> That's cool. That was, like, actually my first show with Don nice. Ugly. Nice. I think I did open mics, like, in Sanford a lot, like, a little fish before it closed down. Gotcha. And, uh... I'm doing something... At West End on Saturday. On Saturday? With um, Orlando Bands. Nice. Man, I gotta work Saturday, man. I'm not sure what it is. 
I didn't look at I didn't look at the details too much. I just did uh, my first internship with the Orlando bands. Maybe I'll get Ben on the podcast. But uh, we did the Tom and Dan tenth anniversary party. Yeah, that was fun because um, I didn't know what we were doing, and I get there and. They're like, all right, we're just going to set up the projector and make sure everything's cool. So that's all we did. And I was like, cool. So we did that. And like, um, we worked with their guy that had the, the PowerPoint and all that stuff on his computer, ran it to the art projector and our screen and just made sure he was cool the whole time. Nice. The rest of the time, just watched the show. Easy peasy, man. It was fun. That's good. That's Those good. guys are cool as shit. Like yeah. super inspirational. Yeah, I, I saw your post about it, you know, yeah. um, and like I uh, I did I listened to some of the Robo Uno um, you did? podcast because cool. uh, I didn't realize you had a podcast, man. And yeah. you know, as soon as you told me, you know, I Thanks checked it out. Like, oh, of course, man. You know, it, it's uh, you know, I see, you know, you're now on iTunes and stuff like that, and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm on, I'm trying to get on all the all the platforms. Yeah, got, that's how you gotta do it, man. I think so. I was, like, I, was I only just, get um, analytics from Spotify. Not Spotify, um, what's the one hosting it? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I only get analytics from them, because I haven't got enough plays for analytics on the other ones yet. Yeah. But I think we're getting, I think I'm getting enough plays. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all about a marketing, man. I know. Like, getting your, doing it right, you know, getting... Yeah, they told me something in full sale, which is kind of scary, but I mean, I, I kind of believe, you know, like, I mean, of course there's people that will like, you know, your, your, your hardcore fans where like, they love you right out of the gate, but, um, it, they say like, nothing will stick into anybody's head unless if they see it like at least 15 times. And like, if they see something fit, like, like, like it was a number in that area, it could have been like yeah. 13 or 17. I got you. But let's just round it to 15. Right. <laughs> but pretty much what they're round saying it. is someone has to literally be shown something a multitude of times in order for them to like, like you ever listen to an album and the first time you're like, eh, I don't yeah. like it. And you continue to hear it and then you're like, oh, you know what? I like that a lot now. Yeah. It's like, I get it now. Yeah. It's kind of like that aspect. Yeah. Um, what's it called? No Koi Yokan by Deftones. It was oh, like that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one was like that for me because yeah. like when I first listened to it I was like, This isn't Deftones, this is like something else and then I really listened to it and I kept listening and I'm like, Okay. Man, I no, I'll tell you. They're my I, favorite I love band. Deftones. They they have been my favorite band for a long time. Um, but dude, I, that album and Gore uh, me my opinion, uh-huh. I, I could not get into it, man. It was just, nah. I don't know. Like, see, I'm a huge adrenaline around the fur guy. Yeah. Like, those are my two, like, favorite albums. Right. And, I mean, I love White Pony. I love how they've gotten, like, more technical and, and you know, like, trippy, if you will. Right. Like, very, you know, um, space. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. That, that Deftones. A lot sound. more atmospherics. Right. To what they used to have. Right. Yeah. It, but, I don't know. I just, it didn't. As, like Gore particularly uh, Koi no Yokin uh, yeah. how did you pronounce it? I think it was yeah I, I, was, I don't know <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to hear him yeah, pronounce it yeah. to really understand it but uh, <laughs> that album like there's a few songs that I dig dig I was like you know that's that's cool but I, yeah. there's I, 
I like how they mix the sixth string and the A string. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Have you ever played an A string guitar? No. That shit's fucking nuts. I've been, like, <laughs> what's wrong with this neck? Right. It's probably like <laughs> one and a half necks. Yeah, it's pretty thick. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, they've evolved. Yeah. And they've evolved with technology if you really look at it. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Chino Marino was my first, like, inspiration as a front man. I yeah. loved, I loved, like, I used to wrap my hand around the mic yeah. cable and stuff too. You ever uh, seen them live? Oh man, hell yeah, I've seen them live. The first time I saw them live was at a Taste of Chaos show in Jacksonville. Uh, I can't remember what year. I was like a teenager, like yeah. 13 or 14. I was 14 when I saw them. Yeah, the, the, that was the only time I've ever seen them too. They played like thrice, a Treyu, a bunch gotcha. of people. And they kill it, man. I see them like a, a bunch of time. One time uh, I saw them tripping on acid Whoa. in some freaking crazy, crazy dark ass <laughs> club in the ghetto in Jacksonville. That's crazy. That was the most intense show I've ever been to. That was for their Diamond Eyes tour. Oh, nice. Which I love that, that album? album. That's probably like oh, my favorite newer album, even though it's not really that yeah. new anymore. I love Diamond Eyes. Rocket Skates awesome. and You've Seen the Butcher are yeah. two sexy Dude, songs, man. I, I, I say that like. Um, you've seen the butcher is like sexy. Like you listen to it and it's like, this is sexy like, like almost like an R and B feel. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it has that R and B. This is made to fuck to yeah. type of yeah. feel. You play that in the bedroom, you're getting dude. fucking laid. Right. It's like it's like <laughs> she's looking at you. Oh, this dude means business. You hear that damn? Yeah. <laughs> And the chorus, the way the <laughs> yeah. chorus flows. <laughs> and they, you know, I saw them like that show that night. Man, they killed that song, bro. I like, oh, I, man. I got goosebumps thinking about it. But you I've know, been I, listening to Royal a lot. Royal's good, man. And uh, that song Sex Tape too. Uh, yeah. I didn't like it on the album, but I didn't like it until I heard it live. Like when I saw them play it live, yeah. I was like, it was really cool. I've had a bunch of experiences with that with Nine Inch Nails. Where, okay, I saw them, and like their newer stuff, I wasn't into it. But then I saw them play a couple of their newer songs live, and I was like, "This is a lot better live." Yeah. Like a lot of times, the album doesn't capture it. Kind of like in any art, really. Yeah. Like the photograph of those paintings is not going to capture them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. You know, it's it's kind of um, when it comes to recording. Um, it's like. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, aspects to consider. It's like recording a take. It might sound different on the mic, like mm-hmm. recorded under. It's like this. It's like um, how can I explain this, man? It, when you record, it's like you're under a microscope. So that being said, there's this thing called like red button syndrome. Or yeah. like when you hit record, you like have like half the talent than you normally do. Yeah. You know, and like that's not for every musician, but like that's a thing. Like I, right. I, it took me a while to really like. I'm still fighting every now and then, but like that being said, uh, it can be anything from like the way it's captured live. It just couldn't be done in the studio. Right. Uh, you know, or it could be like, uh, you know, there's songs where like. There's bands where they have something recorded, but every time they play it live, it's played different because yeah. they just 
figure out a way with the band. You know, there's a multitude of things. And the band, be. as they get older, they change it up. They, right. They learn new things. Yeah. You know, like with Tool. I saw Tool live um, a while back, and um, Stink Fist had, like, a little bit of a different guitar thing going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, the more... And, you know, they haven't... They recently released their first album in 13 years, so around the time that I saw them, it was like, I don't know, 2012. So it was six years. It was in between now and their last album, right? And their last album had a lot of like polyrhythms and different shit going on. So he was doing polyrhythms with a song that didn't have that shit in it on yeah. the album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. he just learned how to do that shit. Like yeah, he yeah. almost mastered it, if you, if you will. So. You hear something long enough, you start to think of things. Yeah. Uh, in relation to me, it's kind of like my bad games production. Like I, like the way I have it in my head now is completely different than how it was recorded and how it is to date. Yeah. So I can't wait to you know finish that That's one cool. and really re-release that. It's it's not completely different, but yeah. it, it's like it's a half step lower than what I recorded it originally. Interesting. Um, like, I, it's just different. It's li- it's it's sonically different. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, yeah, it's it it's that's what's cool about art in general is just like art is art, man. So you can do whatever you want with it. You know, yeah. like it's you can absolutely flip something upside down, turn it around, and it'll be a whole new damn thing, man. Yeah, we. Yeah. I know what you mean. We had to do a song for like a song structure type thing. We had to make our own track, and I was like, I don't fucking know what I want to do. So like, I did some weird shit, and I. I told my instructor, I was like, I'm going full Captain Beefheart on this one. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know nice, I mean? like, nice. Like, I don't, I don't care about, like, the, the, I, I care about the structure, but as far as, like, the way things work together, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not sticking <laughs> to the traditional shit, I'm just doing what feels good. I love Beefheart, man. Yeah, so good. You're getting into recording. Um, someone you should look into, mm-hmm. she's probably hands on my favorite, my favorite producer slash engineer yeah her name is sylvia massey i knew you were gonna say that because you know that is so you know about her crazy recording techniques that's why i love her man like she does the most i was actually gonna bring that up when we were talking about (laughs) about the difference and the way you hear it and the way you record it yeah um because i think that's where a producer comes in yeah and a producer like her will do that a producer like rick rubin who's done shit with every genre you can fucking imagine can do that. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? And she, she's done you're some absolutely crazy right. shit, man. You're like, absolutely right. I've, I've read some things, like for instance, I read that uh, she made Serge Tinkian uh-huh. do a, uh, a vocal take hanging upside down. Because, I, who knows why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to get a certain range or if she was just trying right. something new. Um, there's one with Maynard where like he wasn't like he wasn't like doing the take 
to like where it needed to be. Yeah. So he made him like run a mile yeah. around the fucking neighborhood or something like that. I think she should have made him run further because he was a long distance runner in, oh, in yeah, high school. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but she does the craziest stuff, man. Yeah. And like, if there's anybody I'd want to intern under, it'd be her. Oh, Same here. She's just like, and she's a cool person. Like, yeah. I follow her on social. You know, she media. paints yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. She paints while she's fucking recording and shit. And her studio is like totally chill house you've seen the pickle the, the pickle filter right yes i yeah. did something similar yeah. to that way back in the day before i even knew about anybody i had like this avant-garde noise project back in the early 2000s late 90s early 2000s and uh i learned about electronics a little bit in school because we had a um like a electronics course that was like mixed with like physics and shit. We were nice. just, it was f- fucking cool. That makes sense. My high school was really cool. Yeah. And um, it wasn't like a magnet school either. It was just a normal high school, but it was very cool. Well, um, I figured, I learned about like acids and shit conducting electricity. So we took an apple and did the same thing with an apple. And I recorded it and it fucking you could definitely hear their difference. There's like crackling and shit going on in there. It was yeah, fucking cool. Yeah. It didn't glow like a fucking pickle. <laughs> yeah. That pickle had a little more acid to it. Yeah. But the apple, it worked. It's, it worked. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I love I love intricate stuff like that. You know, she's she does some crazy yeah. things and uh, I, I hope the one I hope one day I can like record an album with her. Dude. That would be the shit, dude. Right? Be, like, what would you do after that? You know what I'm saying? Man, like, you know, like my, my goal, you know, like people are like, why would you want to get picked up by a, a label? I, I, I do not have money. I, I do not have the sources to market myself to, like, you know, I, honestly, I need a label, man. And, like, I, at the end of the day, like, I know they'll be taking money from me. Mm-hmm. And who knows how much. You know, I mean, of course, I'll do my very best to sign the best deal I possibly can. But I'm not worried about becoming rich, man, or like even famous for that matter. I just want to be able to travel the world and have a legit fan base, man. You know, that's it, dude. Like um, Juno Smile. Juno Smile. Um, what's his name? Martins. I'm not, I'm not familiar what's with that. What's his name? He's a local. He does Sunday morning coming down on the radio. I've only been in Orlando since 15, and when right. I was here from 15 to 17, full sales student, I was, like, not in the scene. I was I too busy doing that. So well, was, Joseph Martins and his wife travel the world doing their music. Nice. They're not rich. You know what I'm saying? They have an RV. They, they spend, a, like, I don't know, a few months out of the year in Alaska doing shit up there. Awesome. And they come back here, and they do it. And he has Sunday morning coming down on 104.1, which is on Sunday mornings and he plays like old country music nice it's fucking cool nice yeah but like that that's a fucking lifestyle that I think a lot of us want yeah would be something like that yeah like she um played with Kenny Loggins on the Archer album okay where okay. they they did um that song that famous Kenny Loggins song from Top Gun I forget the name of it. You're gonna, you're gonna laugh me. I've never seen Top Gun. Really? I've never seen. Holy it. shit! Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Tom Cruise guy though. I gotcha. Yeah, like I don't know. Some of those about '90s um, action movies were fucking awesome though. Yeah. No, first, uh, for sure, man. It's just it's something about Tom Cruise that like freaks you. me out, man. And Danger I re- Zone. 
I, I, the, it, no, him in general. Like, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, I, so I read this thing too, um, <laughs> where uh, Christian Bale uh-huh. got his inspiration for um, uh, American Psycho. What was yeah. his character's name? Um, fuck. I can't remember. It starts with a B. J- uh, uh, Bateman? Yeah, yeah. Bates? Ba- Bateman. Bateman? Something. Something, Something Bateman. Man, he got. He said he got that inspiration from watching a Tom Cruise interview on Letterman from like I believe it. 90s. He said he I was amazed it. by how he was like smiling, but like there's like nothing in his eyes. I believe Like he slipped in his eye, he was just like, there's, yeah. there's nothing there. And like, and then he said that's where he came up with the inspiration for the American Psycho that's, character. That's funny. And I was just like, Man, if I, like I already felt suspicious about Tom Cruise, and I was yeah. just like, I, 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 read that, and then I saw that interview, and I was like, Tom Cruise is a fucking murderer. Like, he's, <laughs> he, he's there's, got, some, there's something about there's Tom some Cruise bodies that, at the Scientology uh, headquarters for sure. I'm sure he's not a bad actor. I just I never yeah. got into Tom Cruise, man. I don't know. But yeah, but, she did that song with Kenny Loggins. Yeah, um, she played one of the. Um, characters on Archer she played her singing voice nice yeah nice that's very cool so yeah Joseph Martins and um, Jessica Martins she's probably getting some royalty money from that I'm sure she, I'm sure she does yeah she was on the Tom and Dan pod, not the Tom and Dan one she might have been on Tom and Dan but I listened to her on Scotch and Good Conversation and she talks about it and it's really interesting nice but yeah they're locals check them out I will man absolutely like Absolutely. that's their lifestyle. I'll have to check out Sunday morning coming down too. It's great if you like that kind of country music. Oh yeah, I mean I like all I like country music. I just don't like new country music like pop country. You know, no, me like either. McGraw, uh, Urban. You know what? Um, stuff like that. Billy Bob Thornton said about it. What he said it's pop music with a steel guitar. <laughs> Damn right, dude. I saw him right. in concert. You saw who? Billy Bob Thornton's band in concert. He has a band? He has a band. I'm shit. They do that. like rockabilly country type shit. No, yeah. Billy Bob. That yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I saw him at House of Blues. No way. What's what's the band then? Um Box Box something. Boxsters. This is like a Billy Bob Thornton band. Yeah. Yeah, you'll find it. Bob Thornton. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That's almost as crazy, uh, you know about Macaulay Culkin's old bands? I've heard about the them. Pizza Underground. Yeah, yeah. It's he legit about Velvet Underground, Underground covers where he just alters the lyrics to where it's, yeah. it has something to do with pizza. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. It is crazy, but it works. <laughs> it does. It works. I heard some of the songs. It's like the Austrian death metal machines. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the name of the band, but it has those words in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear. I'm, that shit's fucking stuff hilarious. Stuff like that's great sometimes, man. You know, and especially if it works. It's like, uh, yeah. have you ever heard of uh, Max Sabbath? Yeah. Like the the, yeah. the McDonald's version of It's Max brilliant. Sabbath. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. It's awesome, man. Yeah. What's it called? The Box Stars? Or yeah, I'm show? trying to, I'm on his Wikipedia. All right, here you go. Musical career. The <laughs> Box Masters. Box Masters. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. They were cool. Oh, he plays drums. And he plays guitar and sings too. No shit. Yeah. They did like really. they did like a fifteen minute jam session while he just signed autographs. <laughs> <laughs> I love. He was just sitting around the stage, just at the end of the stage, and people were passing him letters and 
notes and James is signed and he's like reading the notes and he's like, This is the sickest shit I've ever read and stuff like that. It's like that's pretty sick coming from him. Dude, that's, that's crazy, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Yeah. I would like to see him like do a show, but as his sling blade character. Dude, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all gonna have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would be playing like some serious, like bluesy, backwoods type shit. Now this song's called "Don't You Touch That Boy." Pretty much. Yeah. That's your that's your Halloween costume. That's, Man, that's I, you. You should do that on your uh, Halloween Eve gig. I'm thinking about something too, because I definitely gonna dress up as. Yeah. I'm gonna do something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell Wes too. I'm gonna yeah, because I don't want him to come up as like. Well, I mean, he can do every once at the end of the day, but I'm gonna give him a forewarning that I'm probably gonna dress in something a little different. Yeah, because it'll be funny. Like I'm like, I don't know, Halloween out, and he's very formal. <laughs> Who knows? Who cares? It's like I'm, I got definitely let him know that I'm probably gonna go all out on something. All right. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Though. Well, we came back around to the show, so I think that's a good way to end it. Because I was gonna ask you if you wanted to end it on something like that. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, my next show, like I said, is October 30th. Yeah. Um, you know, if you follow me on any social media outlet, you know, I got Instagram, Facebook, I'm on iTunes. I just took myself off Spotify because I didn't like the songs I had on there. Gotcha. Um, but uh, you can always stay up. The best way to stay updated with my stuff is either Facebook or Instagram. Cool. I'm more on Instagram than Facebook. But, um, but yeah, that's my next show coming up. Expect an album. By next year, sometime, expect me to be hitting the scene very soon with a full band with Hell my yeah. man Kevin Malcolm in there. Hell yeah. Kevin's the uh, shit. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. He's, yeah. he's super duper nice. Yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, he just, he does, he, he, he does a lot, man, you know, because he has a, he lives in Deltona. Uh-huh. He's got a family and, and uh, a kid. And you know he he still he makes it every practice you know he doesn't get home till like midnight one o'clock in the morning sometimes wow and his wife is super duper cool with it too like it's it's that's cool man it's awesome man it's good to have a supportive yeah group it's all about the music man yeah I'm I'm stoked for what's to come you know me too uh, it's a process but it's gonna happen man it's gonna happen all right dude thanks for talking absolutely thanks for having me buddy.